Welcome to Best Laid Plans, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 10, Angler vs. Bygone. I don't think you and I are going to devolve into arguments over am I touching this plant front or not. Fight! 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 And with that, I'm going to welcome everyone to another Best Laid Plan. Oh shit, we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. I've been recording. We finally got time for one of these. I'm your host, Nate, which is terrible. I'm sorry. Um, and with me, I have a couple couple guys who are going to play a game of Malifaux for my amusement. Um, we have Roman, as usual. Say hi, Roman. Hi, Roman. How dare you? I knew you were going to do that. Mm-hmm. And Cole. What up? You were supposed to say hi, Roman. Please go back and do it better. Oh, hi, Roman. <laughs> Michael. Perfect. It's too. It's far too early for Nate's <laughs> shenanigans for me today. It's the only way I get through the day is performing shenanigans. Uh, so, we are together today playing a little game of Malifaux. Well, those two are. Uh, the game... Let me take a look at this. We have Covert Operations on a Flank Deployment. The schemes are Vendetta, Hidden Martyrs, Sabotage... Public demonstration and secret meetup. Um, looking at our vassal map, we've got a. I don't know how to describe this. Kind of a. Uh, I've got some words for it. I shouldn't say Badlands. Kind of a Badlands with a couple of um, ponds, essentially. Uh, like a line of ponds going up one side on the one diagonal. A little road with a tractor. Um, there's a small graveyard on the top left corner, and a bunch of little patches of uh, forests and trees. Uh, what was this map called? Questionable Ethics. So if you're following along and want to look on Vassal, uh, the map is called Questionable Ethics. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Roman, what do you got for us? Well, I, uh, in the spirit of the game that Cole recommended when he pitched this idea to me, of let's play something that we haven't played before and talk about like what goes through your uh, brain process as you're putting a new crew on the table for the first time. Um, I have brought Angler. <laughs> Playing by you. Love it. Mm-hmm. And Cole, what are you bringing from us? Something new and spicy, I suppose? Yeah, when I pitched the idea, I was going to play Damien, because back then he was still brand new. No one knew what was he, what he was about. And I figured at this point, everyone is so tired of hearing about him, I'm going to play Tiri. All right, I like it. Uh, which faction for Tiri? Uh, Explorers. All right, sounds good. Uh, Roman, why don't you go over and uh, let us know what you're uh, bringing with uh, with the Clampets? Sure, I am bringing the Fisherfolk Clampets, uh, along with, of course, Bruce, who is a perfect creature. Uh, yes, absolutely. Auntie Mel, uh, Uncle Bog, because you got to bring Uncle Bog, them's the rules. Uh, Cervantes... And then one of each of the minions, the hermits, buckaroos, and skulker skins, uh, went with no upgrades, and that leaves me with six soul stones. All right. All right. Trying a little bit of everything. I like it. Yeah. Cole, what you bringing with Tiri? So I'm bringing Tiri Nomad. I went back and forth on this. I think Architect is a better matchup for Clampets, but seeing as at the time of recording, we don't have physical cards nor cards in the app. That was just too many extra cards I did not feel like dealing with for a first game. Mm-hmm. So to make up for the lack of pressure I can put on his Tide Markers, I've got an Ancient Construct with 
treasure map to try to remove them. Uh, Tiri and her totem. Got Ket, the First Light, the Iron Matron, Parson, and a Awa Warrior. All right, looks like a solid crew. We'll see. Cole is our attacker. Um, so we're going to have these boys go ahead and, uh, do deployment and we'll be back with you shortly with, um, with Roman. Yay. Yay. All right. And I lied. We're talking to Cole first since Cole is attacker and that makes more sense. So Cole, obviously we know, we know because we decided to do madness and Malifaux stuff. I guess you do. You did get the choice of faction, so you you picked Explorer Society for Tiri, correct? Yeah. So my approach to new crews is generally sort of bring one of everything and see what works. It's not the most competitive way to do it, but in terms of just learning your keyword in the minimum number of games, you sort of have to try everything. So originally, I wasn't going to bother picking a faction other than a name until I remembered that anglers have a lot of uh, tide markers, and I don't have any way in keyword to deal with them, so I went explorers just for treasure map. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. I think in a game where I know the crew's better, maybe going I would say going outcast to bring something like Draken Trooper or what's-his-face from Parker for Blow It to Hell, but I guess mm. I would have already have picked the faction before I knew the matchup, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Also, tides aren't destructible, so blow it to hell wouldn't be a good. That's true. Wouldn't be the right pick. So really, dropping um, troopers the move. Yeah, and you both stayed wholly within keyword, but I know you guys did technically declare bans. Did you declare a ban on Roman? Yeah, I banned Kin because, to my limited knowledge, and by you, they have the most armor piercing, and yeah. anglers can, in theory, draw a lot of cards, and I did not want to deal with a supercharged Francois. Yeah, that makes that makes sense as well. So. Knowing that we were both probably going to stay in keyword for the first game, it, it wasn't a super impactful ban, but I think that was still the right move. Sure. So, any uh, any thoughts on your uh, your crew choices? You got basically a little bit of everything from the keyword. Yeah, the only real decision points beyond making, you know, trying to take one of everything roughly was the strat rewards movement. So I wanted to make sure to grab people that could move my friends, and ideally move Roman's friends. And I think I grabbed mm. just about everything in keyword that can do it. I decided against the Unseely engine, just because his crew doesn't have enough stuns to be worth what he's doing, I think. He's not a bad model, but someone had to go. Yeah. I, uh, I yeah, thought about bringing a bunch of Owl Warriors for... <laughs> um, What's the scheme? The, the All the minions scheme. Oh, the public demo? Yeah, public demo. Even just to threaten it, but I ended up not doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's go over your uh, your crew real quick. So we've got you've got Tiri Nomad. Uh, what else you bring? You got Ouroboro the totem. Uh, yeah, Tiri Nomad, Ouroboro, Ket, and the First Light, Matron, Parson. So basically, all the named people, short of the Unseely, and then the Ancient Construct with Treasure Map and the Owl Warrior. Treasure map went on the Ancient instead of someone else, because he's only moved four, so that Deadly Pursuit could matter. And my yeah. turn one game plan is toss Tiri and Iron Matron up the board, so he's going to need some help getting back into the game on turn two. Mm -hmm. 
And no, yeah, I really, I really like the idea of the treasure map on the construct. Yeah, I thought about going on the warrior, but he's already got two bonus actions, and I think he's going to die pretty early, and I don't want to lose that upgrade. That construct is going to be harder to shift. Yeah, yeah, especially with I don't think there's a really any specific armor piercing in in Clampets that he brought. No, I think he can make his tide pools hazardous, which could be real bad. But beyond that, there's not no uh-huh. armor piercing, just some ping damage. Yep. Um, so you picked this uh, this bottom right uh, flank deployment zone, mm-hmm. and then since you're the attacker, he made you deploy. You deployed Tiri. Uh, who who do you make you deploy? Tiri, Parson, Tiri, the Parson, first light? and First Light. Yeah. Um, and that was the and group then- I wanted him to pick. So I I put the things I think he'd care about in the first one. Those three <laughs> models have auras and l- important line of sights for getting people shielded, and for Tiri to draw cards. So, mm-hmm. being unfamiliar with the setup, I wanted to make sure that the important pieces were in spots, like good central spots, and then kind of fill everything else else in around them. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then he deployed all of his crew, and then you deployed the rest of your guys. Mm-hmm. Just kind of backline with everyone else, it looks like, making sure everyone's in those auras. Yep. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of way in and out of my deployment zone, so I had to sort of make some decisions early on who's getting left behind turn one and who's going to move up the board. Yeah, you are kind of stuck up behind this tractor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Um, so yeah, and then we choose schemes. Uh, as of the new errata, you choose schemes after deployment. So what have we picked? So I've picked Martyrs on First Light and Ket. And mm-hmm. Vendetta on the Construct in the Bog. Uh, as right. I mentioned, yeah, this, I can see that. This scheme pool sucks. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't bring the models for public demo. Sure. Um, the way terrain is on this board, the only real sabotage prospects are like in the back corner of his deployment. Yeah. And I just don't know how I'm getting there with enough actions left to drop several schemes. Yeah. Um. And what was the last one? Uh, Secret meetup, I just try not to take. Especially with new crew against new crew, I don't know who's going to be where. So that seemed really sketchy. And it's not like your crew has ways to, like, make sure someone is in a specific spot. (laughs) No, I've got a fair amount of, like, push your enemy three inches, but if he goes left and I go right, that's just going to be a dead scheme. So Yeah, exactly. You can't... Yeah, you can't really... uh... You don't have the build for that, unfortunately. No. All right. Uh, any thoughts on uh on what what Roman might be doing over there? Yeah, I do have some thoughts. I'm wor- I was worried about taking Vendetta on the construct because I'm almost certain he took it from Mel onto the construct. Ooh, because uh huh. If there was a model in the game designed to score Vendetta, it's Mel. Yeah. And the only options he has are. Construct and Iron Matron. One of those is a minion, the other is a henchman. So I think there's a right answer there. Yeah, one of those is a minion with seven wounds, the other is a henchman with nine. <laughs> right. Armor it's one definitely versus armor a two. Correct option. Yeah, but so I'm going to need to be real careful to not throw my. And that's part of why Construct's idea turn one is throw his friends up and then catch yeah, up to the game turn behind. two or three, score Vendetta, and then dip out. Because yep. Mel will tear him apart if I just try to alpha strike with him. 
Yeah. Uh, for his other scheme, I've got no clue. Uh, he probably he's got some fast models in the Buckaroo, so he might have taken sabotage. Yeah, I can see that. I don't. I don't have any strong feelings on what his second one is. Probably martyrs, just because he's got squishy stuff and wants me to kill it. Yeah, probably. I could see. Uh, I could see a Buckaroo martyr going down. Yeah, he's got or a lot skul- of or the Skulker. Like he's got plenty of martyrs options. Right, and he's got an eight stone and a five stone, so you can sort of flex in and out of there. Um, th- there's enough options that I can't really guess which one it is easily. So that's just yeah. going to be what it is, I think. Yep. All right. So other than uh, hoping to avoid Mel with your ancient construct, any other? Uh, Strategic thoughts as far as like scoring the covert ops and all that nonsense. No, I took a lot of pushes, uh, mostly friendly ones. Uh, this one mm-hmm. on the bottom left for me is going to be really challenging to go get. And the way we deployed, I think we're going to be fighting over the middle two, and then I'll probably take the upper right, and he'll probably take the upper left. But yeah. he has a little more mobility than I do to redirect so we'll see what happens as he moves around the terrain yeah he'll, he'll probably have a better easier time recovering from capturing those flank ones mm-hmm. all right well best of luck to you i'm gonna go ahead and summon roman and uh we'll uh see you again after turn one I- well hello there and welcome back so roman you're playing by you which is good I am. You're on the uh, the right side of the factions. <laughs> you know, I I try. I've been trying to get back to my uh, my true Malifaux roots of Bayou recently, and <laughs> yeah, angler. All right. So I mean, we we kind of know why because Madness of Malma, Man, uh, Madness of Malifaux match. Uh, but why Clampets into this pool? Honestly, because I wanted to run Uncle Bog. Yes, abs- <laughs> that is a, that is a correct option. Yes. Also, as, as far as a few other options, with uh, Fisherfolk Clampets, I can do some... B- between them and Bog and a few other things, there are ways to put down uh, scheme markers without actually taking the interact action. So mm. there, it, it opened up options as far as uh, what I can take for schemes or bluff for them, uh, specifically with uh, Sabotage uh, and... Mm-hmm the second part of secret meetup. Yeah. No, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys also technically did bans, despite the fact that you stayed all in keyword for the both of you. Uh, so did you technically ban anything from Cole? I technically banned uh, McCabe because mm-hmm. any kind of, of telling McCabe, no, you cannot give a lightsaber to an ancient construct seems like a good idea. You just wanted to specifically spite yourself? Yeah. <laughs> all right uh so yeah let's uh what do you got in your crew here bud uh i did kind of the first time with a crew take one of everything approach uh with this which for running something the first time is it's kind of a double-edged sword it lets you see kind of everything the crew can do but it's also the most cognitive load because you'd have one of every model so we have I had a brief moment of, do I want to bring, instead of a a buckaroo, another hermit? Just so I would have to Mm. do that. But uh, I ended up not, because that would take me out of the ability to take public demo. 
and mm. I wanted to at least threaten that. Um, uh, but yeah, one essentially one of everything except Judd and Honey and Six Stones, and I'm I kind of have Auntie Mel off to the my right of like the right end of the the deployment zone with the Buckaroo and the Hermit. Bruce and the Clampets are kind of near the middle, as they're about the only ones who can get through the severe terrain fairly easily. And then we have Uncle Bog and Cervantes and a Skulker Scan over in the kind of lower left area of the deployment. I figure Uncle Bog can give Cervantes a little extra movement, and then the Skulker Scan can either stretch wide to go for a further strategy marker... Uh, without too much bothering him, or he can hang out and be like, hey, this whole bubble of area around me is more forest if I get him near the, the middle. Yeah. No, I definitely like that. All right. So we've got our crew out. We've deployed, and you made uh, made him deploy his three big, chunky, important pieces first, and then he deployed the rest of his guys. He's kind of clustered up in the middle-ish, whereas you're a bit more spread out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you picked schemes. Uh, so what, what schemes have you taken for me? I have taken, went with public demo, uh, because he, okay. we, we both have two henchmen on the table as well as masters. Mm. And again, I, I kind of have the ability to move people a bit with bog and there's one or two other options elsewhere in the crew, uh, reel in, I know on the clampets, so I, I can kind of get people where I want them. But I figure the buckaroo is pretty quick. The skulker skin, I don't really want super close to people, but I can get there. And again, if I my kind of plan with with him is I'm going to try and get where he has stuff. I expect the Iron Matron's going to be going near the middle and just being like, I am big and scary, prepare to die. And I think I should be able to get the skulker skin near her, and then the buckaroo can either get near her or... Who is the other one? Cat. Cat. Thank you. Uh, who is yep. who is on that side of the table? But he's fast enough; he can really go wherever. Uh, and meanwhile, the the hermit will catch up later for maybe point two. And then the other one I took is secret made up. Nice. Uh, specifically, it is on the middle forest, and it's on Bog and the Iron Matron. They're going to go on a date, <laughs> and it's going to be fine. <laughs> oh, that is so good. Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm excited to see what happens with that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm, I like that. I'm at this point just hoping that she doesn't just run off far left, and I'm like, no, come back. <laughs> right. Like, suddenly she veers off to take that other strategy marker, and you're like, well, no, no, wait! Yep. You had a date at the forest! <clears throat> yep. Oh, that is fun. All right. Uh, so, uh, how about Cole? What do you think Cole's going for? Oh, boy. Um... <laughs> I have a vague thought that he may be doing uh, Hidden Martyrs, though on what, I'm not 100% sure. Actually, does he have a way to do that? I don't know if his costs figure in. Cause that's, well, if not, no, he can he can do it with, like, Ket and the First Light, or the Owa Warrior. Yeah, it's got to be a combination of those three. So... If he took it, it's those three. It's possible. Um, could be doing Vendetta. He does have some some pretty killy things 
in there, though, if he does, I feel like it's going to be some of the more expensive stuff like Ancient Construct and Matron hitting stuff and then whatever actually took Vendetta is going to like do a ping of damage somewhere. Sure. Ooh, actually, it could be. It could be Ancient Construct on Bog, because they're both nine. That could be... Yeah, I could see I could see something like that. He cannot do... Yeah, he straight up can't do public demo, so I'm not worried about that one. Which makes me feel good, because I was thinking about not bringing both of the henchmen. But looking at the, the keyword, I was like, I bet he's not even bringing three minions. <laughs> oh wait, no, this isn't minion only. I keep doing that. Which means he can, because the first light is cheap. Okay, mm. so that is an option. I This is no longer second edition public demo. It's everything, not just minions. I could see him doing something like that too. I don't know. I'm I'm It's I think it's going to be two of those three that I've mentioned, but we'll see how things shake out after turn 1. I think I'll be able to maybe pick something out better after that. Yeah, let's just see where he starts putting stuff. Mhm. All right. So, uh any other thoughts on general strategy as far as scoring the uh covert ops? I think I'm going to try and do a bit of a spread wide at first, or at least in, in the corner with Auntie Mel and the, the minions, I think I'm going to try and do that first and then kind of sweep uh, through the middle. And then if I really, really need to, by the end of it, I'll be able to go send the uh, clampets off to the far uh, flank if I need to. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good at escaping to uh, mm-hmm. score wherever they need to. Yeah. Cool. That makes a lot of sense to me. Alright, I guess we'll go ahead and call Cole back and you guys can play a turn of Malfo. Sounds good to me. Alright, let's do it. Alrighty, so that is the end of turn one. Uh, and we're back with Cole. Um, so yeah, how did, uh, in general, how do you feel the turn went? So, it went my way in a big way, for sure. Oh, yeah? Uh, Tiri, if you, especially if you start with Tradition, which I think you should on turn one, uh, can draw a lot of cards. So I turned a mediocre at best hand into a pretty saucy one. Yeah. Yeah, um, I saw that, that hand you sent me, and I was like, that's ah, moderate at best, but you had a load of tomes. Yeah, I had I had almost every tome in the deck, it felt like. Which is good <laughs> for Tiri, but she builds them all in, so it doesn't really help as much as you'd want it to. Mm, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, the short story is, Roman ran Cervantes into my clump of first light person in Tiri, and the construct took the hits, and that was a bigger clump. And that was a little scary. And I used Tiri to supercharge the Iron Matron, with the intent of squishing that snail. And then the Fisher Folk decided to try to lay some dynamite on said clump, so a fast-focused Iron Matron got four swings at positive to damage on Fisher Folk. Ugh. After spending five stones on reduction, still got below half wounds. Yeah, that is um, that is a beatdown if I've ever seen one. Roman's got one stone left, a master that, thanks to Bruce, is now at seven wounds instead of five, but is still engaged with an Iron Matron. So this is going to be a big initiative flip. Yeah, he's gonna um, he's gonna need initiative and to and to use to, like make a crafty play to not immediately lose something yeah. important. 
Um, Roman's definitely ahead on board positioning because I'm pretty clumped four or five inches out of my deployment zone and not spread as much as I should be for the strat. But if Roman doesn't go first and take his master out of the game for at least a turn, he's going to lose his master. Yeah. So there's a lot of game left, but I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, that is a that's quite the position to be in, considering that you had the uh, he took the first swing, really. Yeah, he launched Vantizane, and that got kind of scary. Um, yeah. But take take the hit to protect the first light, who would have been like almost one shot by Vantiz. Yeah, I think that was that was super clutch. I feel because that that uh, armor two blunted the hit, and then Tiri just earthquaked off of move three, and then move one Vantiz to heal yeah, him up, which is not yeah good target for that. Yes. Uh, anything you think you didn't play particularly strongly in this particular um, setup? There were a few order of activation things that could have been better. I used Tiri's off the path to burn out Matron and decided not to cycle any cards. Mm. I should have, that way she wouldn't have had to charge Vantes, keeping her positive to damage. It didn't end up mattering because the Clampets were nice enough to provide me a better target. <laughs> But if that hadn't happened, that'd have been a lot of value left. Yeah. Um, I think my choice of deployment hurt me a little bit because I'm really clumped in a spot that I don't want to be, and I'm going to spend the next turn kind of breaking out of that. I think. Yeah, your ba- your Cervantes is basically choking you in between those two terrain pieces. I mean, yeah, he's engaging four out of my eight models, <laughs> and I'm not as far up the board <laughs> as I probably should be. Oh. So. Oh my. I need to make up for that, but I think I think other than that, I played all right. There, there are definitely some order of activation things with when you flip the upgrade that I didn't get mm-hmm. right, but I don't think anything catastrophic to my game overall. Yeah, and I think in general with um, with Tyr, it's just going to take practice on knowing when you need yeah. which side of the upgrade, and that's just that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of her whole thing, yeah. right? All right, so um, what's uh, what's turn two look like for you? What are you thinking? Turn two, if I get initiative, let's try to just murder the, the master folk. Mm-hmm. Because if I draw a good hand, I think even with his stones left, I can just outright murder it. Sure. Or at least get it really close, where it probably needs to lay low for a couple of turns. And at that point, that's a win on its own. Yeah. Now, if your um, hand isn't amazing, do you think maybe diverting into Vontaeus is a better play? Yeah, only because Clampets are going to get positive to uh, positive defense, so yeah. if I can't force through the attacks, I think that's a wasted opportunity, where if I go later with Iron Matron, Tyrion's going to draw me cards, give fast and focused, all that yeah. good stuff. And she can pick on Vontaeus, because he's still only move one. <laughs> and still staggered yeah. as of right now. Exactly. Um, so yeah, if I get to go first and my hand is bad, I probably go with maybe the construct just to try to get some spicy moderates on Vantes and soften him up. Or I uh yeah, that's probably the option. I'd really like to go later with a construct to try to get my vendetta. Yeah. But Bog is so far away and Vantes is in between us. I don't think that's happening this turn no matter what. Probably not, no. So um, I think the answer is get rid of the thing that could kill the construct theoretically. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on uh, what Roman's up to over there? Um, he's got much better board position in terms of taking the strat. So mm. I think I really need to clear out the middle if I'm going to fight on that one. Otherwise, my only hope is 
Awa Warrior and Ouroboro running to an edge and standing in the right spot, which mm-hmm. admittedly isn't the greatest plan for strategy point. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, uh, that, that stun on Auntie Mel helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, I didn't mention that. Ouroboro threw an Entomb and stunned Mel and the Hermit, which should be pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, out of your totem, that is um, insanely useful. Yeah, uh, an action I forgot I had and just couldn't walk far enough to do anything else, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm worried that he has Martyrs on Vantus. I would have liked to kill him turn one just to avoid that, mm-hmm. but we're in a situation where I can't not kill Vantes because I'm afraid of that. So if he has that point, he's just going to have to get that point. Yeah. You're just going to have to live with that, honestly, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, if he, he did is... take it on Vantes, his other part is Skulker Skin, so maybe if I can find a way to just squish that real quick in case, but it's far enough away from the game that I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, especially with that strategy marker blocking that uh, that lane there. Yep. Well, sounds like we've got a, uh, a plan in mind for turn two, so... Uh... We'll mm-hmm. summon Roman, see his thoughts, and then we'll play on to turn two. Right. This is the Waiting for Roman song. We wait for Roman now. We're waiting for Roman in the chat room. We're waiting for Roman to come back. He probably went to get a snack or a drink. Probably get a drink and a snack. Snacks and drinks. Snacks for Roman and a drink. Drink, drink, drink and a snack. And... We're waiting for Roman in the chat room, waiting for Roman to come back. So we can talk about this game, the Malfo that they're playing. He returns, just as I said he would, in the Waiting for Roman song, as was foretold. Alright, so we've got Roman back. Uh, yeah, so Broad Strokes, how'd, uh, how'd turn one go for you? Uh, you know, it went, um, unpack went pretty well overall, uh, with some movement, getting kind of, uh, especially with a, a new crew, that first unpack is always like, uh, am I doing this right? And I felt pretty good about it overall. We have, uh, Buckaroo and Auntie Mel and, and the Hermit kind of moving out, helping each other out a bit. Did really well on making sure everybody had a Tide Marker touching them by the end of their activation. Uh, Skulker Skin was the only one I missed out on that one for. Yeah, he's he's fairly safe, though. With He's got stealth, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's the one who can really afford to not have it and not really care that exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fun part was I got Cervantes with a little help from Uncle Bog... Uh, out of my deployment zone, through the forest in the middle of the table that is right between the two center uh, strategy markers, and into uh, engaging four of Cole's models. Yeah, you really, really pushed him up in there, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, turns out getting his on the move plus a four inch push from Boggs off the path plus the uh, Light the Way, or whatever it is. A Weary Road uh, Mm. from Bog as well. And then into a Heroic Intervention and a Charge is a lot of movement, despite him only having three movement. Deceptively Uh, fast snail. (laughs) Yeah. um, 
and I, I was like, oh, the first light's right there. I want, I'm not going to kill it, but I can, I can cause problems. But I forgot that the uh, ancient construct had its take the hit going. Mm-hmm. So I mean, now there's an ancient construct there. <laughs> I feel like a couple good swings out of Vontes with no protection probably could take out the first light if you got lucky. Yeah. So not a bad target if it wasn't she wasn't protected by an ancient construct. Yeah. And it was it was the choice between her and Parson because both of those two are are some of the ways that where he's getting shielded out automatically at right. the beginning of the turn. Yeah. Um, which with this theory where that if you start your turn shielded, uh, you have all your tomes built in normally for the hour. And then this theory says once per turn, if you get a tome trigger, you get to draw a card. I lost count of how many, uh, how much card cycling Cole was doing. Cause there was other tricks and things in there, but it was, Ooh, wow, was that good. Yeah, I was, like, casually listening in the background, and I heard, like, three draw cards in a row, and I'm just like, what the heck is going on over there? Yeah, even with that only being the the do the tome trigger, get a card is only once per activation, but still. Yeah. I, I think he did that with all but, like, one or two models, because they were outside of that aura. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what his hand looked like at the start of the turn, but uh, it, it's... Pretty stacked now, I would imagine. Uh, even uh, with all of those clumped up, my my moment of I'm going to stop playing KG was all right. The clampets are coming forward, and we are chucking dynamite into that glomp of folk, uh, specifically the Iron Matron and Tiri, mm-hmm. because the Iron Matron was very clearly in like I'm going to get over to Vantes and just ruin his day range. So I was like, all right, how can I stop that? Oh. I can stagger you off of the trigger off this. That's cool. And that went perfectly according to plan, except that for the staggered work, you actually have to do damage. Yeah. And between the armor and the shielded and my hand being garbage, <laughs> that I, I hit fine. I did not do moderate damage, which is what I would need to have done a ping to the Iron Matron. And I feel like... I- I feel like at that point, at the risk of gaining that staggered, he probably spends a stone anyways. Uh, that's... That's true. That is true. So that's a hard that's a hard stagger mm-hmm. to get in. It's not a bad idea, but it's a hard one yeah. to get through. Honestly, at that point, if, if he's spending a stone to avoid that stagger, I'm I'm okay with it at that point. Had it worked. Sure. But it, at that point, the I, I was by the merest hair, which I didn't uh, measure and should have. The clampets were the merest hair too close to the Iron Matron, uh, so that with her bonus action, she could push just engaging them and get a free attack off, and also she was already fast. So, yeah. despite the uh, positive flips on defense, several of which for me were bad, like I just... Wherever my... I have 12 cards left in my deck at the end of this turn. Um, I think I saw maybe five or six severes all turn. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're, they're all clumped there in the bottom, I would imagine. Uh, and one of them I saw come up on that positive defense with a black joker, which yeah, was not oh. great. The clampets are still alive. She got them down to five wounds and I spent five stones to either put her at negative flips uh, or uh, get away damage, which probably shouldn't have done because the first one was good the other two were were not but 
Luckily, then Bruce came up and said, I'm going to heal you a little bit, which is good. So they're up to seven. I don't want to leave them there, but I feel like unless his turn one is, or his, his first activation is literally Iron Matron continues to beat on my master, um, I feel like they're going to be okay. And I feel like, I don't know, he could do that, but it also doesn't specifically get him points. Sure. And positionally, I'm honestly pretty happy otherwise with how this is going. Because the Iron Matron is in that center forest that I have for secret meetup. Bog can easily yep. get to where he needs to be for that point for her. Hell, he, I think where you're at, you're already scoring it. If if they if they ended the turn the next turn where they are, you are scoring. Uh, that I piece. need to be Bog needs to be within three of her. Oh, oh, yeah. right, okay, yeah, yeah. So he's gonna yeah, get a little closer. That'll be fine. That'll be easy to do. Still, if if she spends her whole turn sitting there beating on the clampets, yeah. then. And and with yeah. her being already in the forest, it's going to take her more effort than usual to get out of there. Um, yeah. You'd have to spend a lot of resources to get her outside of three inches of yeah. that forest. Um, and again, like, I'm pretty happy if Bog goes late this turn. He can just get over there and on the path her back to him if she gets too far away. Yep. Oh, I forgot he get, it's an attack. He can yep. give that to enemies. Yeah, he can make yep. that happen. Nice. Meanwhile, the Skulker skin, it would take a little more effort than I want to get him in range of her for uh, public demo, but I could. Uh, and the Buckaroo sure. and the Hermit. Hermit might be a stretch, but I feel like with its extra walk-push scuttle that it does, I could get over there. And honestly... Uh, it is stunned. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You have to watch that. Yeah, turns out the Ouroboro is a fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that little that little yeah. shockwave, um, dropping a stun on Hermit and Anti Mel, that is from a distance, that is yeah. pretty good. And and I realized looking over it when I stepped away while you were talking with Cole, it's also significant. Yeah. Yes. Significant armor two and demise I didn't die. Which is really mm. kind of eight wounds on, on armor two. Yeah, that's yep. Ugh, I was I was thinking he might be a little light on going for that uh, far flank strategy on that end with just the Owl oh, Warrior going over there, but yeah, I don't think I can stop Ouroboro. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got two significant threats to score yeah. over there. The only trick will be I need to engage it, engage them. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll figure that out. As far as ideas for next turn, it's going to be trying to score, score, and then and then essentially glomp up folks so that they can't score if I can take out either Parson or the First Light or at least pressure them a lot this turn I would like that because that will certainly help when we get to the following turn so it limits their handing out shielded um, and plus if he wants to keep dropping cards uh, on the Ancient Construct that is more cards he doesn't have in hand yep. so I... It's a little dicey, but I, I feel pretty good on on scoring wise. Yeah, you definitely, yeah, that's still still definitely anyone's game. Uh, but this will be a very impactful yeah. turn too, regardless. Uh, most important question: uh, When is Richard coming to the table? <sighs> that was the one good card I had in hand this turn, oh. and I was planning on doing it this turn, but that ended up being uh, what I needed. That was the only card I had that would hit the target number for on the path 
for Cervantes, so I needed to do it there. Mm. That yeah, understandable. It was. Well, hopefully we yeah, see him next turn. I, I should have stoned for cards this turn. Is what it really comes down to. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, let you go to play turn two, and we'll see you in a bit. Sounds good. All right, and that was a um, that was a devastating round two. Um, so in more ways than one, actually. Yeah, in 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 different ways for both of you, honestly. Um, yeah. So starting with Cole, uh, our current score is what one to three. <laughs> yeah, in Roman. Yeah, favor. Roman Roman spiked a couple of scheme points there at the end. Um. So apparently uh, self-inflicted. Slightly self-inflicted. <laughs> Uh, so how'd you feel? Uh, what went well for you on, on the teary side of things? So most things went well until we revealed schemes. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of game left for me to catch up, but I'm down quite a few points now. So Roman got initiative. He topped deck a 13 and I wasn't willing to cheat mine to force a reflip. Mm-hmm. Um, he made in my opinion, a questionable decision to run the Clampets further into my side of the board. So it was able to knock some shielded off people and make my engine slightly less efficient. Um, but then the Construct went and got a a nice forcible severe and just destroyed Vantis. Oof. Parson moved up the board, missed an attack on the Clampets, but gave Matron another positive to damage, so the Matron just went over and deleted the Clampets. So now he's down a Master and Vantis. Two very impactful Um, models. Yeah. I've got, you know, Ouroboros on two wounds, but still isn't triggered as Demise. First Light's on two wounds, but that's actually kind of good for me with Martyrs. Mm -hmm. Um, So in terms of models, I'm I'm pretty far up ahead. I denied him... No, I denied him the strategy, so it's only two to one. Because uh, I was oh, able to deadly right. pursuit yeah, my one. construct next to his skulker. Yeah. That, so uh, I'm down points, but he's down potential points. He's playing for seven at this point. Yeah. And I'm still playing for eight in theory. All right. Uh, so yeah, killing killing Vantas and Clampets, I think, is going to let the game go my way eventually. But I need to keep the pressure on mm-hmm. and not let him outscore me. Yeah. Um, there is a gigantic clump in the middle of the board. Let's see. Bog, Hermits, Bruce, Iron Matron, Buckaroo, and Teary are all roughly engaging each other, yeah, with that... literally the rest of my crew in like a four-inch ring around Yeah, them. that turned into quite the cluster. Yeah, it makes me glad that Clampets can't just dynamite into that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Teary's Earthquake might do some work now, though. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Uh, so, yeah, this turn I need to get him to kill the first light, Orket. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought he would do that last turn. Um, and I... The Construct ended up, thanks to Deadly Pursuit, chasing down the Skulker to stop the Strat, which I don't regret. But Bog has sort of a whole rotated and locks. Yeah, he's like rotated and locked up with me around this giant forest I can't effectively get through. Yeah, Because I be was moving in the right direction to send the Construct after Bog, and he just totally 180'd with him. Yeah. So I, I'm too slow with this much Severe to get over there, so I'm trying to figure out what to do about that. Yeah. The answer may be just kill Bog, keep the construct alive, because he's running out of things that can meaningfully threaten the construct. Mm-hmm. The thing about that that you need to watch is that the construct to score the second point has to engage something of higher cost, right? For martyrs? No, he's my vendetta. He just oh, has vendetta. to be alive okay, and Bog right. dead. Sorry. Yeah. 
Blech, brain. Cat, Cat will have to go engage, but he's got move six, and I've got all kinds of pushes. I think I can make that happen. Yeah, as long as, as, long as, as I don't Mel kill everything more expensive than him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which seems reasonable. Which is, isn't something I really want to do, leave her alive, but she's been pretty useless. She hasn't really taken an attack yet. So. Yeah, she's she's pretty far out there. I think as, as long as you kind of handle the rest of the crew, you can use her to score that last point. Mm-hmm. That's my thought, at least. Uh, yes, yeah, so um, going on the other side, uh, what do you think could have gone better? Um, I did not expect him to actually take secret meetup, so it wasn't even in my radar of like, hey, maybe don't go do this. But Iron Matron is currently engaging uh, three out of his five models that can score the strat. Yeah. So I don't really regret it. But other than clairvoyance, I'm not sure what I could have really done about that. Sure, yeah, there's really no necessarily seeing it. <laughs> yeah. In a strat where you have to go engage things, schemes that benefit being engaged are, are tricky to play around. Yeah. Alright, so you know what both of his schemes are, so you can you you have that knowledge in your back pocket. What's uh what's turn three look like? Murder? Uh well start is looking up the second half of Secret Meetup, because I do not take that scheme. I believe it's two scheme markers in base with the terrain piece, which he currently has, but you have a treasure map. I have a treasure map, and Tiri is actually really good at denying that mm. because I can just make an area of scheme markers don't count. Oh, okay. So he'll probably have some trouble with yeah. that second part then. Yeah, so as long as Tiri is alive and within six-ish inches of that bush, which she is almost in it currently, mm-hmm. that's going to be really tough for him. Yeah. Um, and then what public demo? I just need to kill his minions, I think. So yeah, yeah. From here on out, the game plan is basically murder, yep, pretty much. Not not that that's a real change from what I was already doing, but now we got to hit the gas. Yeah, you you have you have a number of models that need to die to ensure that you have a path to victory. All right, sounds good to me. So that's, that, that's the plan. All right, I think that sounds good, and we can move on to talking to Roman. All right. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. Right. So, uh, turn two with the Clampets. Uh, how'd it feel? Uh, I, I feel like I had a pretty good turn here. Um, one... By a, a pretty lucky 13 flip, the uh, starting the uh, initiative flip, and had the Clampets themselves go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, that let me leap away from the murder terminator that is the Iron Matron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and confused Cole a bit because I leapt into his crew. So, like, over the center line, and essentially just started chucking dynamite at the first light. Uh, which, he spent one card to get to have the, the construct take it. I got to draw a card because there was a tide marker under the blast. Uh, mm. And then the second one that I went in on the first light, he didn't take it, and I got uh, severe damage on them. Ooh. Yeah. So, and... More importantly, uh, that took off a lot of the shielded on his key pieces early in the turn, Mm -hmm. so he didn't have his built-in tomes for a lot of things, which, even though last turn was turn one, I just felt like there wasn't much I could do to 
stop him doing everything he wanted. Yeah. Getting the shielded off of even two or three models uh, right away made that change a lot. Yeah, gives you gives you a way to interact with that mechanic, which is good. Yeah. Um, from there, I uh, charged away further to tie up Ouroboro and the Owl Warrior and did decent damage to Ouroboro on, on the swing. The one thing I didn't get out of that activation that I wanted was I wasn't quite in base contact with a Tide Pool at the end of it. Um, mm. But... That made the rest of the turn, like, most of his crew just focused on bringing the clampets down, which yeah. did happen, but gave me time to get into better positioning. <clears throat> Without getting into too much detail, I got both of my schemes this turn, yeah. and I'm already set up for the second scheme of, or the second point of uh, Secret Meetup. Just from the the schemes drop when Bog's doing, uh, make the path. Yeah, or weary road. There we go. Make, yeah, he's a he's a good model for that. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I really like him. Um, and <laughs> the Iron Matron ended up coming back over the the center line to finish off the Clampets after Parson missed, and so I was like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna get secret meetup this turn but she'll naturally come back towards the middle uh and it ended up that uh she got pushed back just so she could tie up uh the models i have over there the one that wasn't already tied up was bog and he was in scoring range of a strategy marker and was one of my chosen models just in case so uh he ended up getting me that point a turn earlier than I was thinking I would get it at that point. Uh, Does unfortunately deny you a strategy point, but yeah. Uh, and I, when I, the other one I was expecting to get that with was the skulker. And I just, it left my brain that the ancient construct had treasure map on him. Um, yeah. So I was thinking ancient constructs already gone. I can just chill here with the skulker. Uh, and that when I should have, use some of the free movement he got from his shots to leave. Yeah. So yeah, I, I missed the strat point, but, and of the points to miss, that's not the one you want, but I feel positioning wise, I'm, I'm feeling okay about it. I'd prefer to not have lost uh, the clampets, but I think if I can get Auntie Mel into a, a more meaningful position than she's been in thus far this game, um, Though she did, she healed the Clampets this turn, which was good, <clears throat> and helped them survive a little longer. But if I can get her to to be a little more meaningful, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah. So, um, what's uh, what's round round three look for you? <sighs> well, now that well, he doesn't really have a reason. I'm wondering if he's going to, to switch gears and start trying to chip away at my uh, scheme markers that are here, in which case I'll just have to start dropping more of them as need be. I really want to uh, bring out Richard this turn, if I can, yes. just to make up the <laughs> the numbers game and also just have a, a chaff model to start eating at stuff. Yeah, do some do some lane blocking. Yeah, if I can, if I can do that and finish off the first light, I will 
feel pretty good about life. I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try and keep the hermits, uh, like, locking up the Iron Matron. If I can have them go early and get some shielded on them and just keep her engaged and be like, nope, you're, well, she can get out if she wants, but that would leave them in scoring position. Yeah. Just leave them there to body. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah. And I think if I bring Auntie Mel around the backside here, or maybe just pull her back so she can shoot through the sightline between Bog and the Hermits, add a few things, that might work. Heck, I might I might just have Bog move her to save her actions, give her more range ability. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on what Cole might be doing? We don't know any of his schemes yet. Yeah, I'm... The more I'm looking at it, the more I'm thinking he probably has... He he was he mentioned in our brief chat at the end of the turn he was worried I took uh, Hidden Martyrs on Cervantes and somebody, and that kind of makes me think that might be one he took. Honestly, it's... I'm still wondering, he might have taken, like, Vendetta from the Matron onto Bog, but the Matron's just been focused on other things being the Clampets as more important. So, we'll see how that goes. Is Bog a legal target? He's the same cost as her. Or, no, 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 she's ten. Never mind. Yeah, she's a, she's a I keep thinking stoner. she's nine for some reason. Um, okay, yeah. so scratch that. Hmm, what else could it be? I mean, it could be sabotage, and his thought is, I'm just going to punch through and drop schemes on stuff later. But if so, his his board position is way out of whack for that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm doubtful on that one. I guess one. we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we will. Moving on to turn three, then. Woo! All right, now we're done with round three. Uh, scores now tied. Two to two. So, uh, Cole, how's it uh, how's it looking on the Terry side of things? It's going good. the The scoreboards, I think, is a little deceiving. Because um, mm. he's he scored both of his strats last turn, but I've stopped him from scoring the strat entirely. Yeah, which and that's rough. <laughs> is severely limiting how many points he can actually pull off this game. Um, this turn, I killed his skulker before it activated his. Buckaroo after it did some gnarly trample, <laughs> whatever his thing is where he moves and you take duels, uh, that wiped out a lot of my shielded and stripped my hand pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Matron decided to one shot him. Decided to finish off uh, someone over there. I can't remember. Oh no, she hit Bog down to about two. I need to leave Bog alive for Construct to come hit him. Yeah. So she switched over, killed the buckaroo, and black jokered to one-shot Bruce. Mm. They can't um, kill the perfect creature. Apparently not. The deck wouldn't let me. So now Bog is within you know, a one-inch charge from the Construct, who Tiri gave a focus, and he's on four wounds, which is basically the perfect amount as long as I don't accidentally flip a moderate and kill him outright. <laughs> so I, I need to hit a week with the Construct. That's sure. I mean, um, even at that point, you took out Bog, and you just keep the Construct alive, because there's not much left that threatens him. That's true. I At that point, he has a Hermit, Bruce, and Mel clear on the other side of the yeah, board. Yeah, Mel is all the way on the cat. other side of the table. There's no... Yeah, I, th- I think 
either way how that goes, you're fine. You're, scr- it, you're scoring a point It's one or two points, way. and given how I've stopped him from scoring the strat, I don't think it matters in terms of winning, just differential. Yeah, you just you want to get um, at least one of those points. So yeah, Bugs on four wounds next to Construct, Iron Matron, and Teary. He's gonna fucking die. There's, <laughs> there's, there's nothing that's... <laughs> Um, and he's staggered, so Tyri can just earthquake onto him over and over again to ping him down a little bit at a time if it really comes down to it. Yeah. Oh, and Parsons there. He has him in 3-2. <laughs> he has a relic hammer. So, so, yeah, I still haven't scored my schemes, and at this point I'm worried he's not going to kill any of my martyrs things. First Light is on two wounds and has been for the entirety of this turn, but just hasn't been a real... Compared to Parson and the Matron, he, she's been getting ignored. Yeah. Which which is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did run Cat over to stop Mel from getting the strat, so hopefully Mel just kills Cat outright, and I can keep First Light alive for the rest of the game for Martyrs. Yeah. That, do, that does make my engage someone more expensive than me significantly easier. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's I'd still much easier really, to do it with a five-cost model. <laughs> I'd still really rather the First Light die, because Cat's already engaging Mel. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to leave the hermit alive to score his um, demo. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think my scheme points are going to be tricky to get because I need to kill the same models that I need to leave alive, just because of how few models are left. And it, it is some awkward math to be sure. It it's some awkward math, but th- I'm really glad that I stopped him from scoring the strat outright, and will probably continue to do so because at yeah. that point the schemes don't. They don't matter as much. I'll get enough points, I think. Yeah, at this point, unless he gets a big swing somewhere, I don't see how he recovers those those strat points. Right. I mean, well, at most he can get two. So yeah, yeah exactly. But like, I don't see how he really gets any at this point. <laughs> right. Maybe Bog's with Mel. Mel. If if he if she can kill Ket, mm-hmm. at I mean, which, which point she can he gives you a, a martyr's point. Right. But then I just have Tiri, you know, triple off the path any model on the board, and it gets over there. Like this creates oh, so much God. movement to de- yep. like. I have so many ways to move models around that I don't know how he scores a strap point unless I just, it, unless it's my fault, you know. Right. All right. Well, uh, any uh, any particular problems you in- encountered during the turn, other than like the Buckaroo going, riding over yeah, all your shielded. Yeah. So the the Buckaroo did a lot more work than I gave it credit for. I kind of looked at his card and said, yeah, he's a decent six-on scheme runner. But if he can trample over a couple of models with his butterfly jump reposition shenanigans, like, he mm-hmm. did kind of a lot of damage. That, yeah. So, uh, that, and I keep forgetting to draw cards from Tiri's, uh you did a tome trigger get a card, now that mm. it's, like, in the thick of it. It's easy turn one, because that's the whole thing you're doing. But yeah, <laughs> I probably gave up two cards that turn, just forgetting about what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Alright, so uh, what's uh, what's plan for turn four look like? Plan for turn four... Go first with the Construct, try to get my Vendetta, and then follow mm-hmm. up Kill and Bog quick. And then he's got a couple of ski markers on that bush that I either need to eat with the Construct's treasure map, or just have Tiri put down hers that turns them off. Yeah, because I want to not forget that he's already set up for his end for meetup, so yeah. I need to start removing those or make them not count. And the hermit's on five wounds. I can probably just ping him to death before he goes and 
talks to Tiri or the Matron by the end of the game. Alright, that sounds like a plan. We will see you at the end of turn four. Hell yeah. Welcome back, Roman. Here we are at the end of turn three. Uh, how are things looking from the uh, the Clampet side of the table? Uh, painful. Painful is probably yeah. the operative word here. That that sounds like an apt descriptor. Yeah. Uh, that that good positioning I was talking about when we last spoke. Um, it's not gonna matter as much when I don't have the activations to uh, make sure that he's not just engaging me at the end of the turn. Yeah. Which is something that I fall for a decent amount, because I just am not that aggressive in most games. Mm. So I'm I'm starting to shift that way, but I think it's too late. Um, we'll see. I'm not, like, giving up or anything, but it's, it's one of those... Uh, my work's cut out for me at this point. Let's see, because, yeah, this was the, the second turn in a row that I was denied the strat point. Yeah. On the other hand, Cole hasn't revealed any scheme points yet. That's true. Still up in the air. Yeah, I'm... I'm more convinced that he has hidden martyrs and one of the models is the first light. Because mm -hmm. in Tiri's activation this last turn, he had the opportunity to heal the first light, who is on two wounds, and near Bog, who I have shifted into kill things mode because turns out his built-in tear off a bite to heal two trigger on his attack is pretty good when he's good almost dead. alive yeah yeah, yeah it, I'm, I'm not upset by this but yeah the, the fact that he didn't do that makes me go ooh okay that all the more reason to not try and kill the first light i think the options that would go with that are the construct parson and ket which is a problem, because I'm gonna need to kill Ket for Anti-Mel to score the strategy, which is probably my most likely option at this point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this this turn, I think, is going to be a, a bit of Russian roulette of, alright, pick two models, kill them, and see if they're the right two. Uh, if I can manage that. Because I'm down to four models. Uh, Bog, the Hermit, Bruce and Anti Mel. And he is not. <laughs> he still has. Yeah, he has a number of models. Seven? Seven models. Um, and I have not. I, I did not have the card last turn to summon Richard, which made me very sad. Yeah. Um, you're out of stone, so it's, it's getting less and less likely that we see Richard on the table. Yeah. I'm hoping for him, though. I want him here. <laughs> Me too. It would be it would be helpful to have a suddenly angry gator. That said, it is relatively easy for me at this point to keep folks uh, touching tide pools. So my yeah, plenty of them down. Yeah, as long as he's hitting one well, and two of the four models I have drop one at the end of their activation, and Bruce drools one every turn. Yeah. Um. So like, it's it's pretty easy for me to get them down. There's just a number of things he's doing that don't hit defense. But the things that are hitting defense, I, I this turn I had a lot of good luck on like, oh, I'm going to flip a weak and a severe on, on my nice. defense flip. So that worked out pretty well. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this next turn with let's try and kill Ket. 
if I manage that... Um, yeah, I, I think if I kill Ket, I try and kill the first light. Because the more I'm thinking about it, he also... It's not necessarily something he did on purpose, but it could have been. Ket spent the first turn, like, moving everybody else, and basically took all of turn two to rejoin the game. Which right. could have been a, I'm gonna hold this back play, now that I'm thinking about it. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I think one way or the other, by the end of this turn, we'll know which way the game's breaking. Yeah, that's, um, I mean... Every turn has been impactful, but I think I think this will be. I mean, turn four, it'll be deciding. Yeah, pretty well. Yep. All right. Well, we will see you at the end of turn five and the uh, or at the end of turn four, and we'll see how how things are looking. Sounds good. good. Thanks. Alrighty, that's the uh, end of turn four in what is progressively looking more and more like a uh, probable teary victory. It's, it's looking uh, like How it. are things looking, Cole? Uh, it's looking pretty good. Uh, Construct managed to get his vendetta point, and then Matron came and obliterated Bog and Bruce. Construct mm, poor, is sitting, poor Bog. Yeah, Construct's sitting pretty at seven wounds with defense six, armor two, and... And Mel, all the way across yeah, the board. Mel's across the board would have to get around blocking terrain and concealment, and she's currently engaged by Ket. So, <laughs> I don't see that happening. And then he's got a hermit that, that on... That one's well in the bag. <laughs> and he's got a hermit on four wounds being engaged by Parson. I moved Parson into position, so if the hermit tries to hit Parson, his uh, bombs-in-your-belly effect will just pretty much kill the hermit outright. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's looking not good. I did get my Hidden Martyrs. I goaded Bog into killing the first light, and Mel didn't have the juice to kill Cat the same turn. Yeah, and I just, I don't think, I don't think Roman had any other really good options, because he needed to heal Bog off a of munching on first light. <laughs> yep, yeah, it, it made sense. Like, first light's defense four, Bog can get essentially guaranteed tear off of bites, but it just wasn't enough to stop a fast focused with an extra action on her bonus matron. I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's lot a lot of damage. Of great swords. Elmi had to hit There's two. So many great swords. I had to hit two out of the four, and I was up a stat on him. So Oof. with that'll do it. With a couple of severes in my hand, I mean, unless Joker's really played a part, there was nothing he could do about it. Exactly. So at this point, I need to keep Cat alive and engaging Mel for hidden. I need to just keep the construct alive. Period. And I'm going to see if I can pull some sneaky stuff and get Ouroboro from the right side of the center point to the far left marker by flipping the upgrade and making him move seven. Make I'm going to beat it. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, mode. let's see if I can just pour every action into my, my two wound totem and move him. That's probably, what, 20 I inches? I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't uh, used his demise yet, has he? That's true. He's got a whole second life. Yeah, so he's he's got he's got six wounds, effectively. Yeah. Two and then four. Yeah, I think I think you can get him there. And then all all Tyri has to do is not black Joker three times on her her action to make the ski markers not count. Or on, yeah. honestly, because that's a, a upgrade based thing, I'll just have the construct walk and remove them all. Yeah, that makes so a lot it, of sense. It's pretty well in the bag. I I don't know what he could do to dig out of this one, honestly. 
Yeah. And I think at this point we're just playing to see where it ends up. Yep. <laughs> cool. All right. I will. Uh, we'll get Roman back on and wrap this bad boy up. And we're back. Hi. Welcome back. Hello. Uh, you're uh, causing me to run out of things to talk about, bud. <laughs> you're running out. Well, of, uh... Running out of guys. Yeah, it turns out that's how the uh, end of the game goes. Uh, if you reach that tipping point and aren't ready for it, then and, and, uh, let it start tipping before you respond fully. Yeah, uh, so quick uh, quick roundup. How's turn four going for you? Well, lost, uh, lost Bog, lost Bruce because uh, Cole is a horrible person and killed how, the best boy. How dare he destroy I know, right? the perfect that creature. That should really... That should really disqualify him from the whole game, honestly. Yeah. We'll we'll chalk this one up for a Clampet win on technicalities okay. at the end. <laughs> we just won't say anything. Yeah, no. Um, so the the real trick for this turn was I needed Bog to hit something twice to heal four wounds to even have a chance of of dealing with all the pain that was coming towards him and. I was hemming and hawing over it and said, screw it, let's go for it. And I killed the first light, and then I proceeded to not kill Ket. And I was exactly right. He did have uh, Hidden Martyrs on those two models. Yep. Uh, I was still going back and forth between Ket and Parson, but I was shooting for Ket because that would have allowed Mel to uh, score. That did not happen. But that should make this turn pretty quick, because my to-do list is essentially Mel needs to kill Ket, or disengage from him, but that's not going to matter, because he can catch up to me wherever I go. Yeah. Actually, do I just need to get him under half? I think it's just under half, isn't it? Mm, maybe? Yes, he needs more than half of his maximum health. Mm-hmm. Either way, if you if you can get him dead, you can... Hold off that point and score your strategy point over there. So yeah, that would, if I can get him down to half, that'll be a one point loss for Cole. If I can kill him, that's a two point swing. The other thing is, I have three scheme markers from before Bog died on the forest in the middle, but he has his ancient construct there uh, with the treasure map to eat at least one of them, and can just walk and pick up another one. I'm going to try and swing the hermit over there to get some engagement going so it can only remove one, but we'll see how that goes. All right. That sounds yeah. uh, sounds like the uh, closest things to a plan, so... <laughs> At we'll this get point, it that's what I got. Get it back in here and see how this turn five goes. Mm-hmm. Good luck. All right, now we are at the end of turn five, and it looks like we have a six to two victory for the bygone crew. So, tell us about turn five, boys. Uh, it went really fast. It, it did. Yeah, that is true. Not much left to do there. <clears throat> Not much left to do there. No. Um, there, there was a lot of math that we had to do, though. There was a lot of if I do this, then this happens. If it doesn't, then this happens. Yeah. Like it wasn't a simple turn, despite being yeah. a quick one. There, yeah. there were a number of things that I think because we were both playing new crews that really played into these last couple points here. Because, like, had I remembered Tyri had distortion, 
I probably would not have taken Secret Meetup because that's that's exactly what that strat that uh, action is made to stop is the second point of mm-hmm. Secret Meetup. Right. It, it's like tailor made for it. Yeah. Even with that, the um, amount of brain power you were using to kind of weave to keep me from scoring those those final points made me feel good like I was giving you more of a game than the score would suggest. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It, if you look at models on the board and the victory points, it looks like a total blowout, but I, I don't think that's really how it felt other than you were losing models. Yeah. I think in terms of back and forth on we have to contest the strats, we have to make each other work for the strat, the schemes, like it was a game for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was real fun. I think I think both of us with four or five more games of these crews under our belts, we're going to be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm honestly a lot more excited for Tyri than I was because there's there's some meat here that I hadn't seen. Yeah, it was yet. It was really cool to see it in action. She has a lot of a lot of interesting abilities that maybe don't necessarily just read off of a read of the cards, like putting it into play. Right. Really, really op- op- livens it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roman and I talked off off the record a little bit. It, it when you look at Nomad's card, she's got a lot of good stuff, but almost every action she takes is doing two things at once most of the time. Like her earthquake does damage against staggered, but it also heals your friends. Off the path is good, mm-hmm. but then it also gives burnout or it can turn off an enemy scoring a scheme. I want to call out something you did well with uh, Off the Path which I hadn't considered before. You literally just used it as a burnout stick on the Iron Matron and discarded no cards. Yep. Because you are you were drawing enough that you had the hand you wanted, I presumed, and you were like, no, I want to keep these. It says discard up to two cards. That can be zero. Yeah. So you just cheated in the, what, five or six of crows? Yep. Right, yeah. I had a, I think I had a six of crows, and then beyond that, a full hand of low card nine. So she's already in the right spot. Why throw away a, a good card for a bad one? Yeah. Um, there's some questionable action efficiency of a master just making another model fast, but when that model's the Iron Matron, yeah. it works out okay. It's yeah. She's gross. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty worthy trade. Yeah. The thing I know we, we chatted about a bit before is there are definite models in the crew the opponent wants to take out early, especially yes. First Light and, the, and uh, Parson, because they're the ones giving you the shielded to make everybody have the built-in tomes when they activate i think you did well in your your choice of scheme and uh models for hidden martyrs with the first light being one of them because you knew that was going to be something i was going for and i think that's going to be a a key thing with uh bygone in general yeah my my thinking there was first light is cheap and squishy you're gonna kill her if you can and she's important too Mm -hmm. so like she demands a response um, it was between Ket and Parson. I do wish I had taken Parson, but my thought was Ket is going to be kind of behind the crew turns one and two, and then he's moved six. So near the end of the game, I can just run in and go stay next to someone. Yeah. Which, other than Mel flipping a Red Joker and destroying him, is pretty much what would have yeah, happened. I got lucky on that Red Joker damage, or Red Joker uh, to hit right. with the crit strike. Yeah. I was going to say something, and now I completely forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we talked also kind of off camera, I, I think the big thing that sealed the deal f- for me was you should have shifted into aggro mode at least a turn earlier mm-hmm. 
because man, can this crew get around the board. There's so many ways to move after your activation that in a strat like Covert Ops, I I always had answers to... That you didn't score a strat point, and that's rare yeah. for Covert. That's- like, completely shutting out your opponent, especially one who's on a fairly similar skill level like I think we are, Yeah, I've never done that. And and I like Covert. Covert's one of my favorites of this set, just because it is more positional than it is murder, mm-hmm. um, in most cases. Uh, I think the, the, the trick that threw me off, that prevented me from switching to, to beatdown earlier, is you killed Cervantes before I could activate him turn two. Yeah, that if, was big. Yeah, and that was an excellent play by you. If I had activated him first, the first light was dying. Like, end of end of discussion. Um, that would have taken him both actions, because she was at two wounds and has hard to kill, but he would have gotten a free charge off of that. Right. Well, And, and, and just the knock-on effect that if I had lost first light turn two instead of turn four... Yeah, she she did a lot for me. That mattered, so I think it would have would have made a big deal. Yeah, and um, that also opens up the hidden martyrs' knowledge earlier, because then he can try to hunt down Ket earlier with like Mel or right. something. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Ket would have been still at the kind of the back end of everything at that point. I wouldn't I wouldn't have charged him immediately, but if Cervantes then has that kind of momentum built up that he's not immediately where the construct can just bother him to death. Mm-hmm. He could go, he would be, I would have told you right, right then. The next thing I was going after was Parson. Cause he was there at the moment. Right. And Parson would have melted. He doesn't have the, the durability to handle something like Vanties. Yeah. The downside was the position you were in was you basically either got to activate the Clampets or Cervantes. Yeah. Because if you had gone Cervantes first, yeah, you would have wiped out First Light and maybe some more, but Clampets was going to die. Yeah. Um, I th- I think going with Cervantes, just the the momentum of taking a model or two of mine off the board would have been a better call, but it it's a tough call to make to just not activate your Master Turn 2. Yeah, and that's, that is something that I think, again, five, ten more games with this crew is where I would need to be to have that level of comfort. And yeah, from, from that point, from the point of view of these, we were both playing new crews. I thought we did really well other than vassal play just being slower. Like I don't think we, we were playing too much terribly slower for having entirely new stuff, not even having the cards. Like we're flipping literal pages in the book here to play. Right. No, I, um, I would bet not counting vassal and, you know, the interview portion of this, we probably played in meat space, maybe a three-hour game? Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say about that. Given the time frame, I would absolutely agree. Like, you, you played a fairly averagely timed game of Malifaux for, like, a casual yeah. game night out. Right, we weren't, we weren't trying to play quickly, so I think we kept a good pace, despite all everything against us not having cards and neither of us being very good vassal players. Yeah. Oh, definitely something I, I should probably practice at more if I want to do more of these best laid plans kind of yeah. things. Although, usually I'm not playing in them so, so you can I make can other people just... suffer for it <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i'll start with uh with cole uh so just overall thoughts on the uh the bygone crew any um any changes you would make into this matchup or just overall extra thoughts that you haven't already addressed uh no i definitely need some more games to really get a feel for like when do you switch the upgrade over mm-hmm. what i ended up doing was tradition turn one to 
kind of turbocharge the card draw and the movement tricks, and then swap into tech turn two just to beat down. And until turn five, maybe, I never really had a reason to go back to tradition, but I'm sure there's things I left on the table there that I could have taken advantage of. As far as crew build, I mean, I think this crew as built did pretty solid. Mm-hmm. The warrior didn't do anything that any move five model couldn't, so I'd maybe find something a little different for him, but he wasn't bad. He just didn't do much this game. Sure. Uh, Roman, how about the uh, the, the uh, Fisher Folk, the Clampets? I really enjoyed them. Uh, I feel like getting more than two activations out of the Fisher Folk <laughs> is going to, to uh, reveal more things about them. Once they died, I really had no reason to fear the Tide Pools, which yeah. g- gave me so much room to just sort of do what I wanted to do. Yeah, that, that just being on the board makes a big difference, and then yeah. they're a good model on their own, so... Yeah, that innate hand pressure of, hey, you touched a tide pool. Do you want to discard or do you want to give me a draw? This is tricky. The The one thing I think I'm going to be spending some time getting exactly where I want them is the uh, they need to have the tide marker in line of sight. Yeah. And they're, they're size three in stealth, so they can kind of be behind stuff and still affect things. Um, but yeah, really, I think you want them within about eight inches of the action now i wonder um, i wonder how how often that would um make bringing the uh, trench coat on them a good option to make them size four. Oh, that gives them line yeah. of sight over most models even if they're standing over them because suddenly you ignore them for line of sight size four and can't be charged which ooh man and stealth yeah that gives that them be a, worth it a small I window that- to be interacted with <laughs> Yeah, that's I really like that. That's a good call. And this is why you're a better Bayou player than I am. <laughs> yeah, no, they were fun. Auntie Mel, I really feel like I didn't use to her <clears throat> full uh Yeah, she felt like wasted full potential amount. on that flank. Yeah. But you had her where you kind of needed her, but Yeah, like you never got to take a shot at your uh white whale, which was Parson, because yeah. we were just kinda tiptoeing around the same giant rock. But at the same time, you were so low on models that someone had to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. And she was physically able to. So it's questionable if it was a misplay or just doing the best with what you got. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who I was impressed by and I wasn't surprised by it was the Hermits. And who I was impressed by and was surprised by it was the Buckaroo. Ooh, that Buckaroo, that Buckaroo did work. Oh, yeah. Um, that for anybody who used to play McCabe pre errata and misses that trample make way, uh, moving to just cause endless movement duels for your opponent, play angler, bring buckaroos. Don't get my new uh, toys well. nerfed, Roman. <laughs> God. Well, the difference is these are infinitely more killable than McCabe's horse was. Seven wounds, defense five. Yeah. Fair. Also, they only have a zero-inch engagement as opposed to his two-inch bullwhip. True. But they're a six-stone model with move six, I think, and onward. Like, that's worth something on its own, too. Yeah, yeah, and and butterfly jump. Right. That butterfly jump was really annoying. I hit you, miss, and then take damage because of it. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> Even if you hit, they just jump over you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man, I mean, stop. Well, and what was great is I had the, the two tide markers that he was just bouncing between because they were roughly five inches apart. So if he's in the middle of them with his base size, 
three-inch uh, butterfly jump gets him from one to the other, so he's still at a positive on on damage or on uh, defense rather. Yeah, and he's a he's a forty mil. So like, if you can <clears throat> if you can clear him, you could hit a couple miles with that pretty easily. Yeah, I think you always hit at least two, and you were pinging the shielded off my models who really wanted it when they activated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was. That was good for a six stone model. They did more than Mel did this game, but I think that's not the typical. Yeah, I really feel like with as much as as Bog got work done, I feel like I'm often going to pick going forward. Most angler crews I'm betting are going to have two out of three of Bog, Cervantes, and Mel. I don't think you're bringing all three because it gets real expensive. That's a lot of investment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and their minions are good. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't talk about it yet, but the Skulker skin, for being five stones, is just like, I'm hanging out by some forest, I'm just gonna blow dart you. Yeah, I after seeing this game, I think it's a tough call to take Skulker skins over a second buckaroo, unless that one stone really is a deciding factor, like, based on what you've got left. Yeah, I could definitely see in not-diagonal deployments... Uh, bringing one in something like this just to be like, you're going to go sit and claim this flank marker and be a problem for anybody who goes over there, but with your 10-inch ignoring concealment, you still are involved in the game. Sure. Yeah, on a, on a horizontal deployment, they might do a little more work. I like it. Alright, uh, so any uh, any particular uh, highlights? Any uh, fun moments that you want to call out? Uh, I want to call out Cole for killing Bruce, and therefore he's a horrible person. It's true. That's that <laughs> yeah. Is... My girlfriend is not going to let me live that one down ever. Yep. It's terrible. I can't believe you did that, Cole. What the hell, man? <laughs> and the, like, I would just tell her, "Don't listen to this episode." But I know Roman is going to like directly message her and say, "Hey, guess what Cole did?" You <laughs> bet. Give her the time. Give her the timestamp. <laughs> let me do that before I forget. <laughs> I think the highlight for me was Matron. I, I knew that Matron could do work. I was underestimating just how much, especially when Parson gives her that second positive to damage. Mm-hmm. Man, does that hurt. Yeah, and it's with, with Tyri, it's not that hard to get her in there. No, I mean, Tyri can off-the-path her almost an infinite amount in most situations that matter. You've got Cat First Light pushing her up. You've got Ancient Construct just tosses her up the board. Which is what I did turn one. Yep. Like, ton of ways. You got to be careful. Her. She doesn't just die when she gets there because she's not invulnerable. But she can take a beating and dish out just as much. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on your uh, your scheme choices? Whether or not you made the right choices, or if you would have done something different. Yeah, knowing knowing now that Terry has distortion, I would not have done a secret meetup. Uh, and specifically, least, it's the the trigger on distortion. What's the name of that? Yeah, uh, the, remake the old world. It's a it's a three inch aura on a ski marker that just makes ski markers not count. Oh, yeah, which is is pretty nice. Uh, it's only three out from her, so it's kind of a six inch range total. So she's got to be up in. I, you know what? I might still take it, but knowing that, I would have focused more on Tiri. Uh, yeah, you never really put pressure on her in a way that mattered. The The problem is there's so much in that bygone crew that is important to hit, even if it just, hey, let me take the shielded off of you so you don't get your built-in tomes. Yeah. And there's enough target saturation that there's always going to be something you haven't hit. 
And most of those right. things are going to be between you and Terry. <laughs> yeah. True that. So it, I think that's that's going to be something to, to kind of feel out more games against them. Um, but I think knowing that, probably the other thing I would have done is I would have swapped out for Hidden Martyrs. Probably on Mel and the... No, that doesn't work. That is one too many. Uh, probably then on... I think Mel's a rough take, too, because she's expensive and slow. So getting yeah. the second half is rough. Yeah. Um, I thought you would have taken it on Vanties and then whatever makes sense mathematically of the other minions, like the Buckaroo or something. Yeah, Vanties at 8, that means it has to be the Skulker, which yeah. Yeah. wouldn't have been bad. I just would have played the two of them a little different. Sure. Yeah, that that would have been more of the skulker is heading down towards the the left flank where nobody was going, and Vanti's still would have probably well he would have died because I wanted him to, but Vanti's would have been like I'm going to hang back just a little bit and then murder a bunch of people next turn so you have to focus me down. Right. Yeah, cause I think Vanti's is one of those things where. Your only real option is kill him. Yeah. Because even staggering him, he still has heroic intervention. Yeah. Yep. So you can't really, at least in the tool set that I have in my mind, I, I didn't have a way to stop him from doing his thing other than remove him from the board. If yep. he, I mean, uh, I guess it doesn't really stop him, but if you can get him stunned as well, that's a lot to ask getting staggered and stunned on him. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have like massive, um, like positioning tricks, I guess I could have like off the path him into nowhere but with the way the terrain was set up that's actually not that easy to do yeah yeah i know one thing positionally wise just in general in the game i wanted to get vantes or the uh the other shell person the hermit. i wanted to get one one of them into the matron's face and just present a wall of armor too and be like no yeah, <laughs> yeah the the we talked about this a little bit i think you underuse the Swamp Shore thing on the Hermits. Mm -hmm. Especially once the Clampets were gone. I didn't really care about your Tide Markers, other than they occasionally slowed me down a little. I would have been very aware of where they were if they were hazardous. Yeah. The issue I had, and the thing I want to improve on with uh, Bygone as far as the Markers go, is that hazardous, or making them hazardous, you need someone to project them forward, and... That wasn't something I could really do on this board, because while the yeah. Clampets ignore their own severe from the tide pool markers, none of them are unimpeded. Yeah. Um, which I think is okay, but like there are things like the uh, Hermits being move four. I'm kind of surprised those aren't fully unimpeded. Mm-hmm. Just because usually it's like, oh, it's slow, but it's slow and steady kind of a situation. I think this scheme pool also meant, and I, I did pick schemes that allowed me to do this, I never had any intention of getting over the center line beyond mm -hmm. my martyr standing next to someone. I could meet you at the middle and stay there. Yeah. So, you know, it, a game where I have to come to your side of the board to score points, I think you can probably leverage that a little more. Yeah. I would 100% agree with that, because they're going to be great, like, area campers. Yep, them plus a skulker skin is annoying. Yeah, because they project that uh, the hazardous off them. Uh, yep. Oof. I'm pretty happy with my schemes. I think taking Parson instead of Ket 
probably had a higher likelihood of going well. Yeah. But I think the end result would have been identical. Like, it wanted to change this game. Mm-hmm. But I think once people figure out this crew, they're going to be gunning for get for uh, Parson early, as they should. So, I guess if he's going to die anyway, score some points off it. Yeah, get your value out of him. <laughs> I don't know what else I could have done for schemes, just because I didn't build a crew for public demo. I probably could have done Secret Meetup, just with the amount of pushes this crew has, but I'm just not a big fan of that scheme in general. So I, I decided not to. And sabotage with the terrain options I had was just not going to happen. Like I said, I, I didn't want to have to cross the center line with this crew because of how the terrain was. So I didn't want to have to get into your deployment zone to score my, you know, a quarter of my points. Yeah, that makes sense. Doing math. Math is hard. Are you doing math for public demo for him? Uh, yeah. You uh, you could have done public demo. Yep. I didn't have first light the old. It's not just minions. You're thinking of second edition. Oh. Yep. Okay. Well, it's just models cost seven or less. The real tip is read the schemes. So you could have used yep. Ouroboro, Ket, um, First Light, I... o- o Warrior, Parson. Was an earlier version of that minions? Because I could have sworn you had to have three minions. Two, two E's version was minions, because I had the same thought of, Cole can't do this, and in like the pregame... <laughs> Nate talking to me, and then I was like, wait a second. Yes, you can, because it's not just minions. Yep. Yeah, like, I had several options then, because I had a lot of seven stone models. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> All right, well, I yeah, guess that's, you know. what I'm, that's what I'm taking from this game. <laughs> that you could have done public demo. Yeah, I still don't know if it would have been better, but, but it, it would have given me another option. Mm-hmm. At least you know you weren't playing down on it completely, even if you didn't intend on it. <laughs> right. Alright. that it? Uh, yeah, unless we have any more final thoughts? No. Alright, well, no. with both that... Both these crews are fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed seeing both of them played. I'm, I'm excited for both of them, honestly. Thank you for joining us, Cole. Yeah, no and problem. Congratulations. Uh, Roman? It's always good to get a win over Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Roman, thank you for joining us, Roman. Oh, thank you for uh, hosting, Nate. And congratulations on losing. Hey, I, I got to play Uncle Bog. That's what matters. You you let Bruce die? That's, that's on no, your no, head? No, I, I let nothing happen about that. <laughs> Cole killed Bruce and is a bad man. You you ran him over the center line next to an unactivated matron. I think morally that's on you. No, no, no. He and, was being a good boy and trying to help Uncle Bog feel better. And I have been your host, Nate. And we're signing off. I don't know. Do we have a sign off for these? I don't remember. It's been like nine good months night, since we did the last one of these. Uh, perfect Good night. Music used in this production are Onion Capers, Marty Gots a Plan and five-card shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is used under Creative Commons.